and gentlemen, the time is now. The moment you have all been waiting for, for one whole year. We give to you the 1995 Pool Scene Podcast Oscar Awards. Who will take home our Red Lifeguard Tower? So many nominees, so many movies. Did they get it right? How can we make it better? Stay tuned. It's time for Hollywood to come home. And the award goes to Welcome to the first ever Pool Scene Awards. We are your hosts, Kevin and Jim. Unfortunately, we don't have Bruce Valanche writing opening monologues for us like he had done for 25 years. I wish. For the actual Academy Awards. Jim, I couldn't think of anything. You got a name like there's the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the MTV Moon Man. What would a, what would a Pool Scene Award be? The Red Lifeguard Tower. <laughs> and the Red Lifeguard Tower, Tower goes, goes to... to- Starting over a year ago with Pulp Fiction, we began covering. God, it's each been over a year ago. Already. A year ago, it was wow. uh, October, I think. Premiere of episode year. seven. Yeah, starting over a year ago, Pulp Fiction, we began covering each of the five best picture nominees from the 67th annual Academy Awards because it was one of the most notable years in the history of the category. Now that we've covered each of the films, we are going to look at not only best picture but best director, best actor and actress, best supporting actor and actress we're going to tell you who the nominees were who the winners were and whether we think the academy got it right or wrong and then we'll decide who do we want to give yeah. the red lifeguard tower to or if there's anything we want to swap out or take out somebody yes. in lieu of yes exactly let's start with best picture all right the nominees are forrest gump pulp fiction four weddings and a funeral quiz show and the Shawshank Redemption. I think should have been nominated also, I would say The Lion King and Hoop Dreams. Now, I would pull out Four Weddings and a Funeral and Quiz Show to do that. I'm only swapping one. I'm swapping, I hate to do this, but I'm swapping out Four Weddings and a Funeral as well for The Paper starring Michael Keaton, Bobby Duvall, and Glenn Close. That so that's my only swap. Not on the radar, but sure. I mean, now the Academy Awards allow up to 10 per category. Just fucking nuts. Doesn't have to be 10. No. But it can be. And I think that's great because like in 94, I don't think necessarily the Lion King or Hoop Dreams could have or should have won Best Picture. No. But I do think they were deserving of a nomination. Now, best, I mean, Hoop Dreams, best documentary by far for 95. Which is funny because it didn't even get nominated in best documentary category how messed up is that there's a there was a snafu it was like an accident because it had something to do with the voters it was kind of just like an oversight hoop dreams which is considered one of the greatest documentaries it's ever seminal it didn't even get a nomination in best Documentary. i hope there's something not nefarious involved and the oscar goes to forrest gump wendy Finneman, steve tish and steve stocky producers
Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Should have won. So, Jim, I will start with you. And the Red Pool Scene Tower goes to... The winner of Best Picture and the recipient of the first Red Lifeguard Tower, for me, goes to the Shawshank Redemption as the Best Picture of our 1995 awards. I think should have won Forrest Gump. Okay. I think it, after rewatching it, I think it edges out Shawshank because it had the rare thing that Oscar movies don't always have, and that is equal audience reaction and critical reaction. So the common man often will be like, what the fuck is Indigo? I've never heard of Indigo. Who even saw that movie? Like, which that's a fict, it might be a real movie, but it's just a fictitious example. It probably will be. But like every year when the awards come out, someone complains that, you know, no one saw that it's movie. It's a foreign film. It's a foreign film, something. So I think like Forrest Gump was as successful commercially and not to say that Shawshank wasn't or whatever, yeah. but I just think Forrest Gump, it should have won in my opinion. I think Shawshank had definitely not as much of an appeal as Forrest Gump. Granted, I think Shawshank was more gritty, seemed a little bit more basist in realism in a prison setting, knowing the level of corruption, what you can do in prison if you have the skills to help those above you. It's a good hierarchy and class structure within a prison and the friendships you make within a confined structure I find very scintillating. The prison was the friends we made along the way. That was my, I mean, Shawshank's my runner-up. Now, Forrest Gump, before we move on, Forrest Gump had also won the Golden Globe for drama because the Golden Globes do a drama category and a musical or comedy category. Forrest Gump won the drama category against Legends of the Fall, Nell, Pulp Fiction, and Quiz Show. Lion King won for Best Musical or Comedy, Shawshank not nominated. All right, let's move on to Best Director, the nominees, Robert Zemeckis, Forrest Gump. Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> Pulp Fiction, Robert Redford for Quiz Show, Christoph Kozlowski for Three Colors Red. What? It's a Criterion okay. uh, trilogy movies, and Red was like the best of the three. It sounds bougie. Woody Allen for Bullets Over Broadway should have been nominated. I will say Frank Darabont for Shawshank, humongous oversight. Yeah. Oliver Stone, Natural Born Killers. I will remove Christoph Kozlowski for Three Colors Red. It wasn't nominated for Best Foreign Film because so it missed like the qualification because of how much of it was shot foreign and all that. Oliver Stone for Natural Born Killers. I will pull out Robert Redford for Quiz Show. I'm taking also the Criterion guy out too. I'm taking Christoph and I'm also putting in Frank Darabont. That's it. Shosh- it. He absolutely deserved it. It is bonkers that the Academy Awards did not love that film. And the Oscar goes to Alex, your father just won the Academy Award. Robert Zemeckis for Forrest Gump. Robert Zemeckis for Forrest Gump for making the decision to not include animated angel wings, an animated rain cloud, and an animated monkey. Thank Lord. So, but in my opinion, the red pool scene lifeguard tower 
should have went to Quentin Tarantino for Pulp Fiction. I think that is the biggest home run in the history of home runs. I think Tarantino should have won. Now I have a new respect for Quentin Tarantino that I saw Pulp Fiction for the first time for this podcast and I enjoyed it immensely. I like Tarantino now. However, the winner of my red lifeguard pool scene tower is Frank Darabont for the Shawshank Redemption. Who wasn't even nominated. Which is messed up. It's too good. The Golden Globes had Robert Zemeckis winning against Robert Redford for Quiz Show. Tarantino. Tarantino. <laughs> Dude, Tarantino. I met, I went on a date with Tarantino once. She was nuts. Loved uh, raviolis. Oliver Stone did get nominated, and Edward Zwick got nominated for Legends of the Fall. Okay. Let's move on to Best Actor. The nominees. Tom Hanks. Johnny Travolta for Pulp Fiction. Morgan Freeman for Shawshank Redemption. Morgan Freeman. Paul Newman for Nobody's Fool. And Nigel Hawthorne for The Madness of King George. Now, I will say should have been nominated. Well, first, let me say this. And Jim, I'll let you go first. It should have been nominated. I have a problem with Tom Hanks and Morgan Freeman in the best actor category. In my opinion, both are supporting actors. Even Tom Hanks. Or I'm sorry, John Travolta, not okay. Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah. Who's the main character? It was John Kennedy. <laughs> Michael uh, T. Williamson. It was uh so Morgan Freeman and John Travolta, in both cases, they weren't lead actors. No, it was Tim Robbins. But this is how the award season works. The studio or whoever they submit for approval. Yeah. And they both were submitted as a lead actor and neither is a lead actor. I agree. I'm removing Nigel Hawthorne. I'm inserting Rafe Fines for Quiz Show. Okay. I thought he did a, a great Charlie Van. Oh, what was his name? Charles Van. Van Dorn. Van Dorn. Yeah, I almost said Charlie Van Horn. Nephew of Keith Van Horn, former <laughs> New Jersey Nets standout. No Buck. I think that's the only one I'm going to remove. Sorry, uh, Nigel. I would you have. You did great in Demolition Man. I would have included Tim Robbins. Yes. Because how do you not? So you're swapping him out with Morgan Freeman. Tim Robbins in, yeah, sure, in place of Travolta, because Travolta is definitely not lead. Oh, I've missed one too. And then Hugh Grant in Four Weddings and a Funeral, I would have included. I would have taken out Paul Newman in Nobody's Fool. Okay, I'm also, I totally forgot to have this written down. I am swiping out Travolta as well because he was not the lead. I am inserting a curveball here. Joe Pesci for With Honors. Okay. I thought he did tremendous boy, assignment. Oh boy, he says that 500 times. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That kind of gets on my nerves. Yeah. Uh, the winner of the Oscar. And the Oscar goes to Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. was Tom Hanks. I believe that the red lifeguard tower should have went to Tom Hanks. My red lifeguard tower for this 1995 award season here on the pool scene podcast. Tom Hanks. Yeah. I mean, it's I to me, it's a and slam dunk. There's no, yeah, no, no. Golden Globes in drama. Tom Hanks won against Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Paul Newman, Brad Pitt, and John Travolta. All right. I wish John Travolta would have gotten nominated for Broken Arrow. Uh, different <laughs> year, but. <laughs> I was hoping for uh, Look Who's Talking. Get this. The Golden Globes for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. You'll love this. Oh, no. Our nominees for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Hugh Grant. Jim K. 
Carey in the mask. Horrible movie. I'm sorry. Johnny Depp in Ed Wood. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Junior. Fu- okay. You guys know pool sceners. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. We have him in the studio now. Worst movie almost of all time. And Terrence Stamp in The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Hugh Grant won the award. He won the Golden Glove for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Going against... <laughs> Jim Carrey and, and Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. It's like you had to wow. be sitting there feeling pretty good. Him and Terrence Stamp probably like <laughs> gave each other a big thumbs up. Like. For England, James. Yeah. Coming up, Uma Thurman, Steve Martin, and Sarah Jessica Parker on the Academy Awards. Capsaicin P builds effectiveness until it reaches peak pain relief power. And when the pain is gone, it's almost like you've gone back in time. Get order-free Capsaicin P with the ingredient doctors recommend most. Thursday, see the show People Magazine says has high-altitude, daring-do, rugged, breathtaking scenery. All right, guys, let's roll. It's life on the edge with extreme. Then, a dying criminal reveals a dark secret about Polly. We'll always be there for you. A very special commish right after Extreme Thursday on ABC. So let's move the best actress, the lovely women nominated Jessica Lang for Blue Sky. Now, Jim, do you know about Blue Sky? Not at all. Holy shit. Probably have to cover this movie. On Is this it podcast. the prequel to Vanilla Sky? No, it's not. Damn it. Tommy Lee Jones, who even though he's probably 40 in this movie, still looked 60, but real weird. He's always with, looked 60. He looked like a, like basically like Tommy Lee Jones now, but with more hair. Okay. So he is part of a nuclear program in the military called Operation Blue Sky. This takes place in the 60s. He's part of a nuclear program called Operation Blue Sky. He's got a real fucking nutter for a wife. Jessica Lang, she's like promiscuous and Ooh. very like, she's scantily clad and all like, it's basically jeopardizing his military career that his wife is She's a, floozy. a floozy. Yes. And it's jeopardizing his military career. Now something happens with the military operation and basically Tommy Lee Jones is wanting to be court-martialed and willing to serve his eight years for court-martial in order to tell his story. But like basically the military is like trying to cover it up and all of that. But Jessica Lang knows the truth. Uh Oh, and it is fucking nuts. So, Oh, Jessica Lang for Blue Sky, Jodie Foster for Nell, just a tag in the wind, Susan Sarandon for The Client, Winona Ryder for Little Women, Miranda Richardson for Tom and Viv. Should have been nominated, Jim, you go first. Taking out Tom and Viv, I'm putting in Uma Thurman, Pulp Fiction. See, I have her as supporting, not, okay. not best actress, but I'm fine with that. Yeah. If Travolta could get an actual Oscar nomination, so could Uma Thurman. I have Meryl Streep in The River Wild instead of Winona Ryder in Little Women because she is historically bad in that movie. She's very like, you just watched Heathers for the first time. Which, what a mind cluster that is. She's very much uh, Teenage Suicide. Don't do it. Yeah, She's very much Teenage Valley Girl, Winona Ryder, but in a period piece, it just didn't work. Doesn't work, yeah. So the Oscar was won. And the Oscar goes to Jessica Lange in Blue Sky. By Jessica Lange for Blue Sky. Should have won. I got Jodie Foster and Nell. 
Yeah. Just because she takes some wild swings. And she hits every swing out of the park in that movie. It's nuts. I mean, I, I think it's kind of like a crazy movie and almost like a comedy looking back at it. But just the fact that she's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go get weird. Overboard. Yeah, I agree. Who do you have the red lifeguard tower going to? Red lifeguard tower for the pool scene podcast. 1995 awards. I also have Jodie Foster. Okay. The Golden Globes, Jessica Lange won that as well in the drama category against Jennifer Jason Lee, Jodie Foster, Miranda Richardson for Tom and Viv, and Meryl Streep in the River Wild. At the Golden Globes for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy, you'll like this, Jamie Lee Curtis won for True Lies. Yeah! Against Gina Davis in Speechless, Andy McDowell for Four Weddings and a Funeral, Shirley MacLaine for Guarding Tess. Come on! Nice! Come on, baby! And Emma Thompson for Junior. No Sandra Bullock for Speed. Mm-mm. What a shame. All right, let's go to Best Supporting Actress. The nominees, Diane Weist, Bullets Over Broadway. Hey, friend of the show. Helen Mirren, Madness of King George. Uma Thurman for Pulp Fiction. Jennifer Tilly, also for Bullets Over Broadway. And Rosemary Harris. Now, Bullets Over Broadway is a Woody Allen movie that at the time people were immensely pissed that it did not get a best picture nominee. It's like the forget, like how could it possibly not get nominated? That's bullshit. Cause Woody Allen was like, everybody's darling at the time. Yeah. But now Cause this is before all the yeah, Sunni and yeah, all that. But stuff. now think of maybe it's because of Woody Allen, but think of where does bullets on over Broadway fall in the annals of history? Yeah. I, I've never seen it. So that's I what I mean. Yeah. So it had, uh, John Cusack, Jennifer Tilly, Diane Weist. So in my opinion, should have been nominated. Robin Wright yeah. over any of them. How is she not in this? Charlotte Coleman over Jennifer Tilly. Charlotte Coleman for Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yes. I really like her in that movie. I also believe that Robin Wright isn't in this. I'm going to go a little bit crazy here because I can, because we can. It's our show, our awards. I'm throwing Sandy Bullock in here for speed. For speed. Okay. She was great yeah why not i mean yeah for sure won the oscar and the oscar goes to diane weist and bullets over Broadway. Diane Weist. Weist infection. I can't believe Diane Weist has an Oscar. <laughs> she should have won one for Lost Boys. Should have won, in my opinion, the Red Lifeguard Tower. Robin Wright, who wasn't nominated, should have won the Best Supporting Actress. No, because Oscar. I despise her character as Jenny. She's not getting my Lifeguard Tower. It's going to Uma Thurman. Yeah, there you go. For the Golden Globes, Diane Weist also won. Wow, Weisty against Kirsten Dunst for Interview with the Vampire. All right. Sophia Loren for Pret-a-Porter. Robin Wright for Forrest Gump and Uma Thurman for Pulp Fiction. Now, most people, myself, probably you included, the only thing I can ever remember from Pret-a-Porter is that's where Here Comes the Hot Stepper yes. comes from. I went yes. and bought the soundtrack yeah, to for that song. I need Camozzi. You got that Pret-a-Porter soundtrack? Yeah. Best Supporting Actor, the gentlemen are Mark Landau for Ed Wood, Samuel L. Jackson for Pulp Fiction, Chaz Palminteri for Bullets Over Broadway, Paul Schofield for Quiz Show, Gary Sinise for Forrest Gump. Should have been nominated, Jim. So we can add and not eliminate, correct? Yeah, I, that's fine. Okay. Paul Schofield was Charles Van Dorn's dad. 
I believe that's Paul Schofield. I think he's the uh, detective. Okay, he's the detective. That's right. I really like him. So I don't want to eliminate him. What were the other ones? Martin Landau, Ed Wood. Landau, I'm taking Landau. Samuel L. Jackson, Pulp Fiction, Chaz Pullman, Terry, Bullets Over Broadway, and Gary Sinise, Forrest Gump. Okay, I'm taking Landau out. I'm inserting, once again, Bobby Duvall for the paper. Okay. Slide. Okay, I have... Travolta, which he was nominated for best actor. He should have been for best supporting John Totoro instead of Chaz Pullman Terry. And I'd probably remove Paul Schofield just because if I had to make room for Travolta and John Totoro winning the Oscar. And the Oscar goes to Martin Landau and Ed Wood. You kicked the guy to the curb, Jim. It was Martin Landau. Really? He won well, for Ed Wood. Which sorry. Sometimes they give these lifetime achievement type awards. Yeah. Like when DiCaprio finally won Best Actor for The Revenant. In my opinion, he shouldn't have won for The Revenant, but it was kind of like... It's like a Susan Lucci. Jeff Bridges for Crazy Heart. Yeah. Good in that movie. Not Has great. been in much better movies. Yeah. It's But it's just kind of like, well, let it, this year we'll finally give it to Jeff Bridges. We'll I finally agree. give it to Leo. Eventually, Ryan Gosling's going to get one of those. Oh, he will. Because he's been in so many great movies. He's been nominated for other stuff, but it'll eventually be like... I think Amy Adams is on that list too, where she's like never won one. Even Hugh Jackman's going to get one for Wolverine. It's going to happen. They'll just, yeah, they'll just like, but I I think this may have been that sort of award for Martin Landau, sort of a lifetime achievement award, which is bullshit in my opinion, because I think Travolta and Pulp Fiction should have won. Me? Red Lifeguard Tower goes to Gary Sinise as Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. And I have no problem with that one. For the Golden Globes, Landau also won, but we saw noms for Kevin Bacon in the River Wild, Samuel L. Jackson, Gary Sinise, and John Turturro. So Turturro did get nominated and that's it. But as a bonus jim i didn't brief you on this one. Oh, i like curveballs but we are going through the best visual effects academy award and the nominees are this fucking awesome speed yes true lies forrest gump the mask what do you think one forrest gump one didn't it it did and the oscar goes to Ken Ralston, George Murphy, Stephen Rosenbaum, and Alan Hoff for Forrest Gump. Yes. Okay. For the fucking president talking that shit. I think the mask should have won. I hate the mask. I know, but like the visual effects, him pulling out all the costumes and shit at the time, that was really impressive. It's really impressive, but I would probably give the nod to True Lies. That movie had so much action sequences that were miniatures and all this stuff. I don't know. Like visual effects does refer to crashes and explosions and stuff like the action type things. But to me, it's kind of like who uses the most of the medium. I want to give it into the mask. And I think we sh- maybe should cover the mask in the WTF season. Oh, God. Maybe we should do... Uh, you mean Rocky Dennis? Yeah, we'll do a deep end where we cover Jim Carrey's The Mask versus Rocky Dennis. Eric mask. Stoltz. Notable movies from 1994 that did not get nominations at all in any category. The three that you would have thought. Leon the Professional, 
Great movie. Natural John Bo- Renault? Yeah, with okay. young Natalie Portman. Natural Born Killers, Oliver Stone. Great song. New uh, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Stone, Woody Harrelson, and can't remember her names, and we'll move on. Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis, there you go. And then uh, Kevin Smith, Clerks, the little movie that could. Should have got something. Should have got something. Yeah. I mean, like a best screenplay or best, you know, something. Looking forward to Clerks 3. I'm not. Uh, I hear very bad things about it. Really? Yes, I do. So before we close the book on our pool scene, awards we've handed out the red lifeguard towers anything else you want to say about that year in movies we've covered a lot in 94 we've covered a lot in 1987 seven years apart let me tell you 87 and 94 are momentous years in the film industry they have provided us a lot of entertainment yeah. provided us a lot of episodes we are grateful for that we've seen these gold standards that we've covered for our award seasons these past three seasons of the pool scene podcast and even the bonkers ones but 94 94 is great for great year kids movies little giants lion king little big league milk money richie rich oh milk money richie rich and little rascals yeah i mean there there was a ton like kids movies i mean coming out the wazoo kind of you had ace ventura which i mean i would consider a kids movie because i remember quoting the shit out of it cool runnings yeah yeah, cool runnings karina karina with your girl 87 whoopee 94 whoopee at the time dumb and dumber one of the greatest comedies ever Blank Check, your favorite movie. Mr. McIntosh. In the Army Now with Ollie Shore. And then Cops and Robertsons. How did Chevy Chase not get nominated? (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah, there was a lot. If you go through the amount of movies that were released in 94, it's crazy, such as Blank Man, which should have won an Oscar. As we mentioned earlier this week when we released our Forrest Gump episode, we're getting weird this season. It's going to get strange around here. We're going to just go off the walls, go bonkers, go We are literally going off the deep end. So next week, just a few days, we'll be addressing the huge trend towards the millennium. Yeah. When and every movie or everything needed to be blank 2000. Yeah, or the or a movie or a television movie specifically. Like Dracula 2000. Something always had to be 2000. It's the future, Kevin. Yeah, the it's future the future is now. 2000. What was uh, Techno Team 2000? That's right. There were a bunch of WCW tags. LOD 2000. LOD2, everything was 2000. NWO so. 2000. So we are going to address something 2000. It may not be what you think it is. So you'll have to tune in on Monday to hear which 2000 franchise we are covering. Until then, thank you for joining us for the ceremony. I'm getting played off. Silencio. <laughs>